welcome to the Embrace Your Light podcast. We are your hosts, Rebecca Lyons and Daniel Massey. And every week, we are going to take you on a journey filled with spiritual exploration, inspiration, and expansion. Each week, we will guide you down the path of ancient spiritual wisdom and new age enlightenment from some incredible guides so that you can continue your spiritual journey with ease, grace, and a little bit of fun. Okay, so today on the podcast, we have the amazing Aria. Aria is a spiritual, intuitive, divine channel, yoga and meditation teacher and creative writer. She shares spiritual practices and path guidance, energy updates and light language activations free on her YouTube channel, which is actually how I found her. So I'm so excited that she does that. Aria is passionate about being whole and fulfilled from within. Her soul path has been centered around mindfulness, remembrance, breaking free of beliefs and stepping into the unknown. She believes we all have the power within us to live life in unconditional joy, love, union, and abundance in full knowing that the work begins with the individual soul first. So Aria, I am thrilled to have you on today. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm like trying to contain my excitement. (laughs) Let it out. This is like a a free flowing space. (laughs) Yes. Welcome. Welcome. We are so, such an honor to have you here today and um, would just love you to introduce a little bit more about who you are so the listeners can get get a flavor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So as Danielle already pretty much said, I'm Ariana or Aria. I go by Aria here in the spiritual community because it feels good. And I am running my own YouTube channel. So for me, the journey, I feel like when I introduce myself, I always like to introduce my journey, especially my spiritual journey and how I just came about on this path because there are so many new things that I'm learning that it's hard to find sources for things, you know, when we're going on this path and we have this specific wisdom or we're able to do certain things, people are always like, where do you get this from? What happens? So for me, my entire spiritual journey, I come from like a very mental and emotional journey. So nothing was very like jarring to this experience. Maybe in a past lifetime, I had moments when, you know, (laughs) it was physically jarring. But for me in this life as Aria, I just, it's been very mental and emotional. And I really like to teach from this place, from this place of just really, hmm, I guess the word would be like gentleness and tenderness and joy, like more from a playful childhood type of place. Because a lot of the work that I do when I see myself doing is with inner child work is really working with being your kid again, being that curious soul that returns to imagination and creation and community and just allowing everything. So my, the biggest thing about me is that I like to really just infuse everything that I do, all my interactions with this love and this curiosity, and just to be able to live a life that feels abundant and fun, (laughs) where I can do what I want, where I can serve the way I want to, just returning. I'm just constantly learning as a student and sharing that with people. So my path is just truly being of service and enjoying this playful life on earth. That's really who I am. It's just this this soul just going for it, (laughs) trying to enjoy it all and 
share it all as much as I can. How did you actually find your way onto this path in the first place? I want to say yoga was a big turning point in my life. I started yoga only because I had to. (laughs) When I was like 12, I was into theater. So most of my childhood, I was really um, shy and quiet. Like people are really surprised by that for some reason. I'm like, yeah, I just barely talked and I just observed everything, which made sense to me. But I did yoga because I had to have an extra credit or something for some theater thing that I was doing. And so that class, I had a really, really, really powerful Shavasana where the teacher had music on and she had lavender, like I can smell it now. And she just came to each individual person and she would just give them a little massage and kind of wave over their therapy. I (laughs) and I didn't know exactly what was going on but there was like this this connection within that I felt and it was just so it was just surrender it was able to completely surrender everything I was suppressing in that moment and from then on I always kind of came back to yoga every now and then when I wasn't like when I just wanted help when I wanted support because I had a hard time getting that or expressing that I needed that Um, as a human, (laughs) just in my life to my family and everything like that. So yoga was my escape and it's taught me so much about myself. And I, most of my journey has been also just like loving myself because everything was up here. It was all mental and emotional. So loving myself really opened me up to like all the different aspects of law of, law of attraction and just so many different spiritual paths. And every single time I kind of progressed or expanded a little bit. There was something, there was somewhere deeper I could go. So it's just, it's, you know, it's a ripple effect of just learning more and more about yourself. It sounds like your spiritual awakening was really positive and really warm and loving. And tell us more about that feeling because we've heard so many stories on the podcast about spiritual awakenings that have felt hard and have come from feelings of deep regret or shame or guilt. Yeah. And I would actually, (laughs) when people would share these experiences with me and I was always looking back on my own path and being like, wow, I I didn't experience all of that pain. Like (laughs) I experienced pain in my own way, which, you know, just having depressive thoughts and anxiety and just the suppression I feel like of who I was and the suppression of my own feminine aspect of just being creative and just always following this more masculine place led me to this place of suppression that was just unhealthy. And I feel like because I had that experience of, wow, I can surrender, I can be myself by just laying here. (laughs) I don't have to try to be anything or do anything was really powerful to where I was like, okay, I love myself enough to realize that I want this. I want to feel this more often. So it was, it was just this driving force that was always like, oh, is that, is that really true? Is that true to you? Do you want to feel that way? Do you want to feel this way? Is it nice to feel burnout all the time or have this stress? Cause I'd have chronic stress. I still deal with it today, but it's like, no, <laughs> like this isn't, this doesn't have to be reality. And that was a big thing. Like this does not have to be my reality. So I guess that is a really kind of like positive um, outlook on it. <laughs> but 
I feel like we kind of have to take that different perspective. And especially like me here now, seeing that perspective, like as my higher self of this older, younger self of me, you know, the little girl back then she probably wouldn't understand <laughs> all that I'm saying right now until having experienced it. So it's, it's always just a really nice kind of way to look back. So I don't know. I like that question. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. That's amazing. I, um, it's, it's always so Danielle and I love hearing the stories and it's, it's always different, but there's similarities, but it's just so, um, it's, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. It's just so, I, I feel like it's the word, I don't know why it's coming to me. It's like comforting to hear other people's stories yeah. and like to relate to, to different parts of it. And, um, I really want to ask you about YouTube. I really want to ask you, like, how did you start it? Like, did it take you a while to get going? Was it something that you thought about or dreamed about for, for a while before you started it? And did it take a lot of courage to start it? Or was it just like, boom, here I am. Like, tell us everything. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my goodness. Um, YouTube has been the shining light in my spiritual journey. I have to tell you most of what I've learned about myself and just most of a lot of my awakenings happen from just listening to people on YouTube or just reading a book. So I really looked up to a lot of yoga teachers on YouTube and from there, from, so basically I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I watched, um, Brett Larkin yoga. She was like my guru wow. at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I need to take her teacher training. So I took her online teacher training and within the training, it was really cool. Cause she had, um, some business advice for YouTube. And I was like, Hey, what the heck? I can do that. And I was still a little, um, this was only maybe a year or two ago. So everything just happened really, really fast. Um, as far as like, like journey into YouTube, but just being able to have that knowledge. And at the time I was kind of a little unsure of myself. I was like, I don't know if I could teach in person, I can do it online and I could have to actually be with people at that time. You know, we have that phase um, when we're just a little unsure. So I was there, I started um, actually in network marketing and it was like this whole holistic thing and they were doing a 30 day yoga challenge. And I was like, this is the perfect way to practice teaching online. So I did like several classes there. And then I just moved those classes onto YouTube. And so originally my YouTube started out as just, I wanted to be yoga. Like my original name for my business was Aria Z yoga. And I had like the whole logo and everything. I was like, this is great. Two weeks later, I was like, no, <laughs> I need to get the yoga out of there because I felt myself growing. I felt there was more for me to share other than just yoga. And I didn't want to feel like that was all I had to share once I was gaining the momentum on YouTube. So it slowly went into like spirituality and meditation. And just recently, I want to say fall of last year, I started sharing more light language and that was gaining a lot of traction. And I feel like once I had that one video, like there was literally just one video that just skyrocketed that you probably have seen, Danielle. Yeah. but like, well, that was it. It was the, um, it was an Arcturian, Arcturian uh, one. 
<laughs> one that I found you on. Cause what happened just for like backstory for everybody listening is I've been called to light language for a while now, but with everything that I do in the spiritual world, I always wanted to be at the right time and with the right person. So just kind of put it out there. Like, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. And when the right person shows up, I'm going to know it and I'll just see what happens. So months went by and I didn't think about light language at all. Then I had an Akashic Records reading with Becky, like it must've been like a week before and she was like light language. Like you need to do the light language. It just keeps coming through. And I was like, oh, fine. All right, universe will speed things up, put the person in front of me. And that day I found that YouTube video. I was looking up something that wasn't even like light language and your thing came up first. It was like message from the Arcturians light language. And I was like, message received i will book an appointment and that was it it's so amazing how like um something like youtube or social media all these different ways that we can connect we never would have worked together before if we didn't have access to these tools it's a really cool time to just learn as much as you can mm-hmm. it is and i was told through um through sky astrology that I am an Arcturian starseed. So Vega and Arcturian, and I'm also connected to Palladians, but my Akashic records always uh, always told me that I was Syrian starseed as well, but it's very blue and I understand that Arcturian's blue as well. So do you wanna tell us a bit about starseeds and to <laughs> tie in with the light language maybe? Yeah, of course, but Yes. So star seeds, it was never anything that I originally thought I would get into. I always saw like the word star seed and we're like, Ooh, who are all these people? Like, <laughs> who are all these beings? It was really intimidating at first. I want to say like, when we start saying like Pleiadians and Arcturians and Syrians and Mintakins, like there's so many different cosmic beings. And I always try to tell people like, if you're going to get into star, like learning about your starseed lineage it's helpful um just like your experience with sky sky astrology Mm -hmm. um you can have those like starseed lineage charts to actually learn more about like your not only your position in the stars but like literally your chart your natal chart and their positions within the rest of the universe so and very specifically so star seeds i like to when i think of star seeds i think of us as humans right these humans that are really just have these really strong connections or even past life timelines within the stars within these different planets and places within our universe so connecting with your actual like starseed lineage or your starseed family, as I like to call it, is a really powerful thing when you can just call upon, say the Arcturians, like I'm calling upon the Arcturians, you know, like if you feel, you, you will feel it too. For me, my first experience learning more about star seeds and everything like that and different um cosmic beings as they like to be called (laughs) i just watched videos online i literally just watched videos and saw what resonated and light language was really was always those were always really easy videos for me to watch to see like what i actually felt in my body when i was hearing the energies and feeling the frequencies from this specific cosmic race um if you will 
So actually feeling that and then being able to call upon them, it, it's very much like spiritual guides or angels. They'll just literally come and give you a warm hug and try and send through some messages in different ways as far as like numbers and everything like that. But as far as learning more about them, like it took me a while to actually be able to understand and trust myself to actually communicate with them. So that video that I did, the Arcturian video was actually my first light language video on my YouTube. And I was really scared that everyone that was there for yoga was just going to be like, oh, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> and kind of like run off. But I was surprised by the inner, like the reaction. I was just, I was like, wow. Um, because my journey through light language was always just watching others channel their own guides and their cosmic guides and everything like that. So I don't necessarily work super deep with um, cosmic beings as I used to. Like when I started, that was like my main focus, but I've been really shifting my attention to what is in my direct contact. So like working with the earth and working with my direct guides and my direct channels that I have with them. And what's really cool about um, the different star seed races and just different planets and stars that we have are connected with, each of them really do have a role on this earth. So if you feel yourself, you know, feeling a little less like human-like, or you just feel, I don't know, like you don't really belong, or you feel like you have a specific mission, chances are you are a starseed and you have connections with specific starseeds that are here to do certain things like be environmentalists and humanitarians and share love and wisdom and technology. There's just so much. It's so beautiful to connect with that. And they can share so many different messages. Like people are sharing it everywhere. It's in my field. So once you open up to that, like you're going to start seeing people sharing so much and it's normally just a lot of love. Um, just so much love. It feels good to have that cosmic support, you know? <laughs> I love that. And for anyone who has no idea what we're talking about when we see light language, uh, would you mind sharing a little bit of light language with us? Yeah. So do you want me to kind of describe what it is or just do it? Oh, <laughs> or both? Describe what it is, whatever you feel comfortable doing. But I think, okay. I think light language is one of those things that the understanding comes through the action too. So I'm mm -hmm. mm. Well, let's, let's experience, experience it first. And then I'll kind of describe how it works and what it does. Um, I learned this kind of new technique where it's like you experience and then you learn. <laughs> so we'll see. So all that I ask, um, if you're listening, is just to relax your body, just shake out any energy and take three deep breaths. One more. Now I'm just going to call in divine love and divine light to just share with us some energies of joy and expansion. Ooh, 
Ahua sakupua tatia sakiata. Daya lahia takiana ia takua sote ya puasha tititiana ia lahia sakua tatatiana. Aya u alakiato tua shakiana. Ia sote tatia u alahia sakiata ia takua la iamo. Ilo hua saya takua ia takiana ia sakiata tua. Kiata tua shukua popua lahia sata. Nahia sakayata. Nahia sakayata ia sakua lahiana. And just source, spirit, God, consciousness, whatever you believe truly unites us all. Just wants us to know to soothe ourselves and soak in the love and joy that we are and the expansiveness of who we are. <laughs> I can you do that all day. I have full body chills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes I just think in light language. It's so funny. <laughs> but let me describe kind of what light language is and what it actually does. Um, if you felt anything during it, that's just the energy and the vibrations moving through your body. And when light language is normally channeled, channeled, it always comes from a place of unconditional love. So you can know that you're receiving from this place of unity um, and love in a sense. So you know it is pure and whatever you receive is pure. Light language is pretty much this universal language that cosmic beings, earthly beings, humans, just everyone can understand on a soul level. It really bypasses the mind and the mental body so that it can really get to the subconscious and get in the body and in the heart and in the soul itself. So it's really powerful for doing any reprogramming work. If you're doing any of that, it can be really powerful for shadow work, inner child work. It can be powerful when you're just healing itself or really looking to activate certain feelings, just like we just did this joy and this expansion, like allowing yourself to feel that and experience that and know what it feels like so you can return to it. So I just, I love light language and I didn't actually discover that I could do it until probably last year. <laughs> but the cool thing about light language is that it's not just spoken how I spoke it. Sometimes it comes out in those sounds that you kind of heard in the beginning. It kind of sounds like singing bowls or whatever. Um, some people just sing it. Some people write it and it, it looks like gibberish. It sounds like gibberish, but it's all, you know, <laughs> it's all just basically sounds and frequencies that we're giving through. And it can also be done with motion, with a movement, intuitive movement, you can actually move the energy around and that can be considered light language as well. So it's this very expansive gift that I truly do believe we all have it because we can all really receive it in just so many different ways we can express it as well. It's just so unifying and universal. <laughs> so beautiful. I felt in my chest like in my my heart center like this like buzzy high you know kind of like butterflies feeling like um but not like the butterflies when you're like oh my gosh what's gonna happen like butterflies like an elevated feeling and I was told um because I've done light language I did like a light language activation with a beautiful beautiful soul and it was incredible and she told me that it's like ancient like um i guess like ancient languages new languages languages from different planets different dimensions but it doesn't matter about what it's saying it's about what it means and what it feels so it 
It's like the 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 message is love and unconditional love, joy, happiness, freedom, peace. Like, do you do you agree with that as well? Yes, I love that. It's definitely a very ancient way of expressing and communicating. And that's so true that it's about that feeling. And what's cool about it is that it really does treat you in the now moment. So if you were to listen to that transmission that I just did again, that transmission of energy through light language, again, you may have a different experience or something may awaken differently within you. So you can listen to the same (laughs) kind of light language or speak the same light language and it would treat you differently depending on where you are currently at. So it's, it transcends all time and space. And yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's really about what you are feeling. Cause a lot of people will focus on like, what does it mean? Like, what is it trying to tell me? Like it will be revealed to you. <laughs> this yeah. is an activation. It's going to take you on a journey. Yeah. Cause people just think, well, it's light language. What are you saying? Like there's noise coming out of your mouth. There's sound coming out of your mouth. What are you saying to me? And it's like, it's not about that. It's about how do you feel? Like what, what, what kind of is like popping up in your head like what's your intuition saying and it's just beautiful I love it I feel like everyone should connect or it you know at least listen to light language because I feel like it activates like DNA cells like moves Mm -hmm. it moves like energy and then just give it time and you'll want to speak it won't you Danielle (laughs) (laughs) She's been pushing me. Can you see this? <laughs> when I, so this is like an aside, like total backstory on it. I had an aunt who was sick and who passed away. And when I saw her in the hospital, I just handled in light language through the form of movement. And I didn't know what it was. I just, I just let my hands go wherever they had to go. And afterwards, Becky and I were talking about it. And that was the beginning of that conversation of you need to start to learn light language. But for wow. me, the movement seemed so intuitive and the words like, I don't always feel them coming out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's so much like in the right now (laughs) and you just feel it. You feel it immediately. It's so, it's so beautiful. And it really does unlock parts of our DNA and it activates certain parts of us where we can actually start using more of the brain because we don't, we don't necessarily use all of it. (laughs) So it's a great way to like kind of ascend in that way to be able to actually expand yourself. Mm -hmm. And we said um, people always want a meeting with it. I wonder how much that has to do with like we channel spirit guides and we channel our highest self. And what we're doing is having a conversation. It's a back and forth. Like I'll even talk to my shadow and say like shadow self, what do you have to tell me? And then I listen for the guidance and light language is not quite that. It's a little different. It's more about that feeling and trust and just letting whatever comes through, just be what it is without needing to know. Yeah. For me, when I was actually learning how to speak it, because it came through movement first for me, and that was just easier because you listen to so many different ones and you think it's supposed to sound a, a certain way, but each of our souls has a different way of transferring it, right. And expressing it. So it's definitely huge for trust. It's huge for surrendering. Absolutely huge for that. Um, it takes you out of your comfort zone. It's like a great way to kind of break 
through the mind in a sense and be like, no mind, we're not going to try and create words out of this, you know, (laughs) because the mind is going to try and do that. And when we're actually channeling or just trying to listen to our intuition, the mind can just try and snap in in a sense, yeah. but light language is a wonderful way to be like, I can transcend this and just yes. like, ooh, expand. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you're, you're worried you're going to get judged, right? Like you're like, people are going to maybe laugh at me. They're going to think I'm weird. They're going to judge me. Like, I don't even know what I'm saying. This is so, it's like alien, you know, it's like so alien at the beginning when you do it and you've got to just let go you have to let go you have to surrender you have to just be like I don't care what someone else is going to say because it's not about that it's about what I'm giving and it's about when you're when I guess when you're you're doing the light language you're giving but for everyone else it's about receiving isn't it yeah it really is most of the time when I do um personalized transmissions for people I would question myself because I'm like I'm not feeling what others are feeling when I'm doing it like is it actually happening is it real and that's just that that mental mind that's that mind being like oh no this isn't real or when people just call it like tongues and stuff like that like yes it is ancient but that doesn't mean it's something more demonic you know what I mean like to the point where we're talking about like witches as this very you know left feels type um work you know we're trying to really restore this beauty this ancient beauty of the feminine where we can actually express in different ways rather than just the more masculine way of expressing and sharing and stuff like that it's just really nice to be able to let go and let God or just let go and let source have it, you know, and just bringing source spirit, God, whatever, just back into your life. And I feel like that makes light language just so much more easily accessible when you can just allow yourself to be like, this relationship is important to me and you're just going to go for it. So transcending all of that, (laughs) it took a little bit, but see when you see others do it, which is why it's so amazing. We have YouTube and just so many different platforms where we can actually see others do these things and they're making a living out of it. You know, it's wonderful to see that. Okay. Yeah, I can do it too. Like I'm not the only person or I'm not crazy. (laughs) We have so much virtual support. It's insane. Yeah. Thank goodness we live now. Cause I can't imagine like our past lives being in like the 1700s, like huddled up in holes, like, please no one judge me. Like, don't see me do this. <laughs> I could get burned at the stake. It's so cool now. Like you can walk into an urban outfitters and buy crystals. They're everywhere. Yeah. So it's just a different time. Mm-hmm. We're definitely walking into this kind of age where we're shifting the shadow so much so that we can actually lift up the light. And I mean, I always like to tell people at this time that we're at right now, things can seem really intense and just going nuts and everything like that. But the thing that's happening is that this light that we hold as whatever you're doing, if you're in the spiritual realm, or if you're just serving people in general, if you're serving your purpose or what you love to do, your passion, that itself is shining light on all of these things that are meant to be brought up. It's just like doing, you know, shadow work or anything. This light is shedding, it's rising, it's rising the water so that we can actually see what is present with us. So everything's going to, you know, 
maybe go go nuts for a little bit but we can know in our hearts that that it's because that love is so strong that we are able to reveal so much of the sadness and the destruction in the world and it's nice to be able to come back to those feelings where it's like oh i can experience it because this is real even with everything going on this feeling of joy of love of expansion is real yes i i love that and when when you were speaking, I, I I had these um what come kept coming into my mind was like what do your friends and family think about you speaking light language? Are they, you know, were you sort of uh shy in front of them at the beginning, or did you just kind of like come out and be like here I am and like <laughs> share the light language? Like, did they support it? Did they do they like what's it like? <laughs> <laughs> so at first. I started with my my emotions because I was like, oh, this is something I could do. Like I knew it was in there and that I wanted to speak it, but I just started with the hand motions and all the intuitive movement of the energy first because I was scared. <laughs> I was really scared and being like, oh, they're going to start hearing me say like, like, you know, they're going to think I'm speaking like all these other languages or making fun of like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I had to outright just tell them. And this was a journey, just letting you know, it was a journey even coming out to being spiritual and just doing yoga. Like I'm really lucky because my family has been really open as far as religion and just our beliefs and everything like that. So it took me a long time to actually be like, no, this is important to me. I'm going to learn how to do this, you know? So learn actually speaking light language. I would just go and tell them I would go in my room because I still, I still live with my family, but I would go in my room and I would just like peek out my door and just say, hey guys, I'm going to be like turning on music and maybe making some sounds. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It feels good. So I'm just going to do it. Okay. (laughs) So that's kind of what I told them. And that was before I really knew what it meant. Um, And looking back now from this place where I'm able to actually speak it quite fluently, which I didn't realize until someone actually mentioned to me, they're like, you sound really fluent. I'm like, oh, cool. It's great. But looking back, I was speaking it when I was a child. I called it something completely different, but I would just, when I was feeling happiness or joy, when I was like frustrated or any moment when something would happen and I would just exclaim in this language (laughs) and my family heard all of that, you know, they just accepted it. And I was like, I'm going to call this Wapacha. It's just my language. <laughs> and eventually I grew out of that, but coming back to that and seeing like, whoa, it made me feel good when I was speaking that back when I was a kid. So I'm really lucky to have um, my family just be really supportive of it. They'll even book sessions with me and stuff like that. A lot of my friends um, are more virtual anyway. I have my boyfriend, my partner, and he's he's also very, very new to it. He's not the most spiritual being, but you can tell like he's he's my soulmate. He just you can feel his wisdom and his love. And I don't think he understands fully that yet, but he gets it. And every day he'll like say something new. And I'm like, that's right. That's it. That's that's the life. That's the path. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you're doing it. And he'll just constantly say, like, I don't know what you're doing. All I know is that it's you're putting love into people's hearts. And I was like, thank you. So it's just, I'm really grateful to have that understanding. And I feel like it was a huge mental block for me to even think that people would think it was something bad or not 
understand it or not accept it. So that was like a hump I had to um, come over. And from there, I was just surprised by all the acceptance that I was receiving from sharing this on such a larger scale. I shared with you when we did our session recently that my daughter and she's six now, but when she was really young, she would speak light language. And I didn't know what it was at the time. Cause even though I was in my spiritual journey, I was definitely not aware of light language. And so we called it Julianese because it was like her language and she would speak it so fluently. And we sent her to every specialist there was, we took her everywhere. She was diagnosed as autistic and then undiagnosed as autistic. And it was a whole thing, man, I wish I knew now what I didn't know then. Like it would have been so different because at the time her expressing all those things, it felt so clear to her what she was sharing and what she mm -hmm. had put out and we didn't get it. So I hope she's like you and I hope she gets it back because it was really cool. And after I had that session with you, my husband and I went and looked at old videos of our daughter because we're like, we've got to have videos of this somewhere. And the second he started listening to it, and then he listened to the recording that you had given me of our session, he got like full body chills, his hair was standing up on the edge. And he's like, that's the same thing. They're speaking the same language. Wow. So cool. That was such a powerful moment for the two of us. <laughs> That's so adorable. That's so cute. I hope that she does. You know, I feel like the more that we allow ourselves to be um, true to who we are and, you know, if she ends up following more of the spiritual path, which she probably will <laughs> as your daughter, it'll, it'll happen. It'll wake. And I feel like it's definitely light language is definitely something that is still awakening within the community for sure. It's yeah. crazy. I think everything is a moment where it like picks up steam. So we'll see what happens, but I'm glad that you're on the forefront of it. Yes. Do you, Aria, would you say you've noticed a difference since becoming like more confident and really solid in believing in the light language and, and you, in yourself and doing it that like it's kind of melted away the, the judgment outside of you, would you say? Yes, I do feel that it was this, it's been this really powerful shift when I actually accepted that, okay, this is part of my path. This is one of my gifts. This is something I'm meant to share because I would resist it so much because it was so different. Not a lot of people are doing it. And so I was like, no, I'm just going to stick with like, you know, the stuff I know how to do, but actually being able to channel that helped me trust myself it helped me heal so much that I didn't even realize I needed healing in <laughs> it's kind of opened up my field to where yes this I don't see that judgment and if I do it doesn't affect me in a sense like if people call it certain things or if they say anything about it I don't see it that way it's shifted my perspective so much and it's helped me actually teach yoga better because I actually trust my intuition and how I teach. It's been able to help me actually share spiritual wisdom and all of this with more confidence. So it's been a huge confidence booster to the point where I don't see all of the, the darkness as much. Um, it's more so been, especially when I do light language for myself, it's been a very, very personal journey <laughs> being able to like think in this way and just be able to speak it like whenever I feel like I need a little pick me up and even just my guides or um, earth <laughs> itself, earth consciousness will just kind of come in and be like, okay, this is, this is what we need to do. Um, this is how we're going to work through it through light language. Um, it's really, 
it's so beautiful. It's so hard to explain the beauty and the shift that I've made from this place where I was trying to follow everyone. Cause that's what happens when, you know, we're in this spiritual community, we're like trying to be leaders and we see these other leaders and we're like, Oh, I'll just do what they're doing. Like, no, you got to create something for yourself. So that was a huge shift for me. And it's, the feedback is the biggest, the biggest, biggest part that allows me to just be like, okay, yeah, I'm doing the right thing. This is right. This is good. Um, especially when I do things more remote and I'm not live, like with you guys and you guys letting me know how it actually feels to you. Like I can, you know, receive emails days after and be like, oh, okay, cool. I did it right. (laughs) Oh, it's just so interesting. Well, that's really cool. All right. Then one more question and then we'll start to wrap it up here, even though I really don't want to, because this conversation is amazing. If anyone who's listening is sort of interested in going down a spiritual path and this feels like it's calling to them, what advice do you have for those people? Mm, My biggest advice, if you feel yourself kind of going down this path, it's so much personal development and so much just learning about yourself. So I feel like the first thing that is going to just catapult you and expand you so much is learning who you are and loving the heck out of who you are. (laughs) So just practicing and opening up to different parts of who you are, um, different aspects of who you are from a place of love and compassion and being able to see that um, and shift what needs to be shifted from that love and compassion. It's going to take you so far when you actually grow this awareness of who you are and everything's going to open up from there because you are deeply held by the universe, by our creator, you're deeply held and supported. And the more that you can tap into your own heart and your own soul and who you are, the closer you're going to be towards your purpose, your mission, every, your passions, your loves, your soulmates, just everything is going to unlock. Beautiful. That's all I can say. I'm just like, beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. This has been such a pleasure. And I really invite the listeners to check you out, to follow you, to listen to your light language, especially with everything that's going on on the planet right now. And just to feel a sense of security and being held. Um, So yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And before we wrap it up, can you just share with our lovely, lovely listeners where they can follow you, where they can find you, YouTube, Instagram and everything like that? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Aria Z Young and all of my stuff there is free. (laughs) I share as much as I can. I also have my website, ariazyoung.com, where I actually do monthly soul activation calls for free as well. And I have so many different courses and opportunities in the works. So yeah, I just love to have you in the community and just share all this love and this experience expansion and abundance with you. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on the show. This has made my day and I'm sure that everybody listening to it feels the same way. Thank you so, so much for having me. (laughs) I feel so much love and just, oh, it's so wonderful to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone. Thank you.